Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids to a classroom? Homes.com knows that these are all the things that you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's all so you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good, too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut-scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, things. Tight, tighten up your core, things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Okay, happy Thursday, everybody. First things first, uh, my dad is here as a guest, which is super cool. Well, he's just here for the intro, but I'm excited to have you at your podcast debut. Yes. <laughs> you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. <laughs> And it's a big deal because I really feel like you are someone that would be on my podcast a lot because you're a very outgoing, like talkative person with a lot to say and some opinions and stuff. But it's been hard for you to talk, but I feel like your talking is getting so much better. So now maybe you can start coming on. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) If you are a new listener, just quick recap. My dad had cancer in his throat and tongue and had to have surgery and all kinds of things went wrong. He was in ICU for six weeks and it's just been a long, long recovery, but I'm super proud of how far you've come. Like we had some really scary times, almost lost you, but now you're like grooving, walking, you were power walking up the stairs to come up here. I was like, look at you. (laughs) There was a time where I didn't know if you were going to be able to walk just because 
everything was just so crazy. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced ICU delirium, but you definitely suffered from that. And I think that just set us back like a long, 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 long time. Do you even remember any of the things? No. You would see, you were seeing things, you'd talk about things, you had no idea. Anyway, he had to get a, a trach, a feeding tube. We still have the feeding tube, but just all kinds of things that were not supposed to happen. I've been really proud of you and your attitude and how hard you work and you don't complain. And I think Christy and I have been really blessed while, you know, it was a bummer losing mom to cancer and having to go through that with her. Like she was easy to care for because she didn't really complain. And, you know, I mean, there was definitely bad days, but like she had a great attitude and I feel like you have a great attitude. I'm appreciative of that. So thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes it easy when you're caring for, when you're a caregiver, it can get really, really hard. So I just want to give a shout out to anybody listening that has to care for anyone in their family or a friend or a loved one. If you're one of the caretakers, it's very hard and that's not lost. And I just want to give everybody like a virtual caretaker hug, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So anyway, my dad, is going to share four things that he is thankful for. This entire episode is going to be dedicated to gratitude because we've got like less than two weeks uh, until our gratitude challenge starts. So Mary and I decided that from March 1st through the entire month of March, we want to journal four things every day that we're grateful for. And we want to challenge you to do it every day with us. And then it's up to you kind of where you take it from there. But I think after we do it a month, it'll really kind of get us in the groove. And ever since we came out with our gratitude journal, we've been doing it. I I know I haven't done it every single day, but I've done it consistently some days in a row, but for sure at some point every week, it's been really great. Dad, you've even written in my journal, which actually technically you can't write because of your your left hand doesn't work anymore and you're left-handed, but you use the stickers and you put the stickers in. So... I know that y'all have heard me talk about the four things gratitude journal that Mary and I made, um, but maybe you've never gone to check it out because you're listening to it on the podcast and you're like, eh, you know, sometimes I've realized it takes me saying something a million times for someone to finally go do it. So I would just encourage you to check it out, radioamy.com to access anything Espoa. It's part of our Espoa line that supports Haiti. It supports education through Project MetaShare. So it's a win-win purchase, but it's tie-dye. We worked really hard on it. It's very cute. There's quotes that should inspire you and stickers and prompts in the back, like little questions that you can ask yourself if you ever have days that you're struggling to think of things. You know, if you can get that, awesome. Use that. Get it now. Use it for the challenge. If you can't get it, just find any old notebook or your iPhone or anything to keep track of what you are grateful for. And that'll start March 1st. So dad, let's start with you. What are you grateful for today? Number one is Stevenson and Sashira. Oh, and that's my kids. So if, if you're a new listener, the Stevenson and Sashira, they joined our family about two years ago. We adopted them from Haiti. And yeah, that's a good one. Number two is hope. And hope keeps me going because every day I, I, I have another challenge, but hope keeps me going. Yeah, I love that. Number three is progress. Progress. I'm progressing every day, so that helps. That helps keep you going. You really are. Like, you're doing great with your swallowing and your... We have hope that... What if you could eat by Thanksgiving of this year? Maybe by my birthday. M- wow. How by May? What, like what? Your birthday's May 21st. I know. Well, what would you eat? Anything that let me eat soup, okay. mashed potatoes. Maybe we can make you a cake and you could eat some icing. Yeah. 
That would be amazing. But we'll see. What's your favorite kind of cake? Pineapple upside down. Really? I never knew that about you. That That's interesting. <laughs> it's not a popular cake. Not at all. <laughs> I just hope that thing would be my number one. Okay. All right. I, Dad, I mean, I just learned something about you. I for sure thought you were going to say some form of chocolate yeah. cake. What's your favorite kind of ice cream? Chocolate. Okay, that's why I thought that. Okay, um, what's the fourth thing? Sports, any kind of sports. Basketball, football, any kind of sports. Gives me activity and helps my brain think. You do retain a lot of sports stats. You keep yeah. up with that. It helps your, keep your brain going. Yeah. You were quite the athlete back in the day. I played basketball in college. And you played football in high played school. football in high school, yes. Yeah. And then, you know, I learned, well, Dad's been, we don't need to get into all your history, but you were married four times. But we recently hung out with your first wife, you remember, like, a couple months ago? Yeah. My uh, half-sister's daughter got married, which is my dad's granddaughter, Bailey. We went to the wedding in Texas, and that is from, that family is from your first marriage. Yeah. Your first Judy which my mom's name is Judy too, but that was your third wife. Long story. <laughs> but Judy was there and I, I, I asked you, I said, dad, how did you meet Judy? And you were like, oh, I don't know. Like you, you didn't really give us an answer. So then Judy came up. And so Christy and I, my sister, we asked her, we said, Judy, how did you and dad meet? And she said that she was a cheerleader in college and you were the basketball player. And y'all dated, and then you got married. Now, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Cheer on Netflix? No. No, Dad, you need to watch that, <laughs> especially since you know your first wife was a cheerleader. <laughs> no, Judy was your first wife. I'm him too. <laughs> <laughs> that was your, your second wife was Peggy or Bobby Sue. Who? What was your second wife? Just Bobby. Bobby? No, it was like Bobby. It was just Bobby. Yeah. No, first name. but her second, her middle name was Sue? No. Joe? No. What was it? Just Bobby. Really? Yeah. Okay. That was a nickname. Do you know I've never seen a picture of her? I don't have any. Why? I don't have any. You don't? Okay. Period. Okay, period. End of story. He doesn't want to talk about it. Okay, well, let's go over quickly what we're going to cover on today's episode. The first thing is going to be Oprah's take on gratitude. It's something really cool I found or was sent to me by my friend Chase, and he's going to join me for the chat. And it's a, something that Oprah put up. I mean, she has been crack, practicing gratitude for years. Like uh, she shares her gratitude journal entry from 1996, and we go over that. But the whole point of her post was that she was all about gratitude, and then she quit recognizing things she was thankful for for a while just because life got busy. But I mean, she says, well, I was busy before too. It's just something changed and she wasn't doing it. And she noticed a difference in herself. And then now she's back to keeping up with her gratitude. And at the end, I didn't read this part in the thing. So I'm going to read it right now, just so that you know how she recognizes the difference of when she was practicing gratitude or not. And she said, the difference is I'm back to journaling electronically. And whenever there's a grateful moment, I note it. I know for sure that appreciating whatever shows up for you in life changes your personal vibration. You radiate and generate more goodness for yourself when you're aware of all you have and not focusing on your have nots. Boom. Boom. Yes. That's good, right? So, and then the whole thing I'll share with you is going to be really good. The second thing is going to be another little article from Will Krieger. I hope I'm saying his name right, but it's from medium.com. He wrote an article called Finding Your Joy, A Story of Gratitude. And this is a little 
thing that I pulled from that. He said, as we face the challenges that life can bring our way, we need to make a choice about how we're going to react. If we aren't able to keep hope, accept what is and experience gratitude, it's hard to move forward. I think that's important. You know, we're all going to face different challenges in life, like you, dad. You have to, you don't want to be stuck in that. Like how awful would it be to be stuck in the mess of it all? Don't focus on that. Focus on the other things. Yes. Right? That's absolutely true. Like food was your love language. Food was a huge part of your life. You love to cook. You love to eat. That has been taken away from you. But you don't, you don't dwell on that. Mm -mm. And I admire that a lot. Like you don't, like Thanksgiving, we all sat around. There was 23 people around our table and you sat there with us and you still enjoyed the day. I think that would be hard for some people. Some people might be like, uh, I don't even, I can't be around it. I don't want to be around. Like I can't eat and I'm miserable, but you have made it a choice to still be around and even still cook. Like you, you've made stuff for the kids before and you come by and you smell things and you're like, Hmm, that smells good. And sometimes we even pretend when we're pouring food in your feeding tube, you pretend you're having tacos <laughs> or <laughs> you make up whatever it is and you, it's like imaginary food. Like you make the best of it, right? So you're not going to be stuck in that. Yes. That's something that I've noticed about you, which is good. And the third thing we'll cover today is the science of gratitude, which we've gone over before for sure, but I'm just going to drill it into you guys um, and for myself too. And the proven benefits of practicing gratitude, how it's great for wellness and overall health and how we can rewire our brains. Again, and I say that I'm drilling it into y'all, but and when I say it's for me, I'm not joking. Like I research this stuff and when I'm reading it back and speaking it to you guys. Like, I'm not just telling you, you need to be doing this. I'm like, okay, this is something I need to hear too. And uh, yeah, so that's the little menu. That's what this episode's about. Are you going to listen, dad? Yes. Have you ever listened to my podcast before? No. (laughs) So not only do I have you on for the first time, but now I have a brand new listener. Yes, I do. Can we get out your phone and subscribe you? It's in the heaven. Okay. Well, we'll get your phone. We'll go to your pod. You'll subscribe, yeah. which is great because I'll have a new subscriber, which <laughs> if you're listening right now and you haven't subscribed, I would appreciate that. And then dad, we can go and you can rate and review. Yeah. Five stars? Five stars. Okay. And then you could write like, please listen to Amy every day. She's- Please listen to Amy every day. She's amazing. She is amazing. Well, you can come up with your homework. You're just repeating what I saying. Like, what would you say? What would your endorsement for me be? You're unbelievably amazing. Oh, well, you added the word unbelievably. <laughs> Full of energy all the time. Very oh, that's nice, not nice. true. Yes, it is. Sometimes you come over and you want to hang out and it's like 90 to nothing over here. And you're like, good chat. <laughs> <laughs> Loved hanging out with you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember when I was younger, you were super busy too. Yeah. You were always on your phone. You're always working. So I, I think of that when I'm with you. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I wonder if dad's like, Amy, stop working. Like, let's hang out. Then I'm like, he knows what it's like. Yeah. But I don't want to have regret either. No. Well, I love you, dad. Thank you for coming on. I love you, Amy. And here is today's episode. First thing. Okay, so shout out to my dad who made his podcast debut in the intro. So proud of him. Awesome. Like, so cool. Chase is here with me for this first thing because he's the one that actually sent it to me from Oprah.com, and it's about gratitude. Well, obviously, this entire (laughs) podcast is dedicated to gratitude because our 
gratitude challenge is coming up in March. So we're almost there to March 1st. So you need to get pumped up. You need to get ready to go. You need to maybe find a way to journal, whether it's with our four things journal or your own journal or whatever. But Oprah had written an article about how, you know, she's been journaling for years, Mm -hmm. like years, but I guess she took a break where she stepped away from it. Not intentionally, life just got busy, but I want to read to you. I'm just going to read you word for word. I'm going to read it like Oprah wrote it. And that way I don't mess anything up, but it's called what Oprah knows for sure about gratitude. How'd you find this? Were you just, I was looking about, cause I'm, we were talking about the gratitude challenge yeah. and I was looking for a few things. And then I realized growing up, my mom watching Oprah, she talked about gratitude all the time. Yeah. So she was like, check, yeah, Googled it. I was like, Oh, are you I a regular at Oprah.com? No, I will but. say her little WW tour that she's on right now where she's got all these and she's putting them up on her podcast. Like you don't even have to be yeah. there. And then cheer the whole cheer people. They were there and she had, she called Jerry up. Well, Monica and Jerry and Gabby, like they all went yeah. up there and she had Jerry do Matt talk to the crowd. Which and was he- so awesome. <laughs> if y'all have not watched Cheer yet, you need to. Like, it's so good. So I want to try to get Monica. I mean, we had Monica on the Bobby Bone Show, but I would love to get anybody from Cheer to come on the podcast too. So I feel like after Daytona, your chances are going to be pretty high. Yeah, I know. I hope they win Daytona. Yeah. I know. That'll be a real <laughs> letdown if they don't. I know. Okay. So uh, back to the post that Oprah put up, what Oprah knows for sure about gratitude. She said, for years, I've been advocating the power and pleasure of being grateful. I kept a gratitude journal for a full decade without fail and urged you all to do the same. Then life got busy. My schedule overwhelmed me. I still opened my journal some nights, but my ritual of writing down five things I was grateful for every day started slipping away. Here's what I was grateful for on October 12th, 1996. So yeah, Oprah's been on the gratitude train way longer than us. And she was doing like a four things with a bonus. (laughs) A bonus thing. (laughs) Okay, here's Oprah's five things. Uh, First thing. A run around Florida's Fisher Island with a slight breeze that kept me cool. Second thing, eating cold melon on a bench in the sun. Third thing, a long and hilarious chat with Gail about her blind date with Mr. Potato Head. Four, sorbet in a cone, so sweet that I literally licked my finger. Fifth thing, Maya Angelou calling to read me a new poem. (laughs) Okay, name drop, Oprah. <laughs> yeah, pick that one up off the floor. <laughs> nice flex there. Um, but yeah, that. so this was 1996. I'm going to keep reading though. This is, this is us talking now, but I want to go back to finish it. She said, a few years ago when I came across that journal entry, I wondered why I no longer felt the joy of simple moments. Since 1996, I had accumulated more wealth, more responsibility, more possessions, Everything, it seemed, had grown exponentially, except my happiness. How had I, with all my options and opportunities, become one of those people who never had time to feel delight? I was stretched in so many directions, I wasn't feeling much of anything, too busy doing. But the truth is, I was busy in 1996 too. I just made gratitude a daily priority. I went through the day looking for things to be grateful for and something always showed up. Boom. Boom. And so that is what we're hopeful for. At least Mary and I are with the gratitude challenge, not only for ourselves, but for you is that you'll show up 
and make gratitude a priority and that it'll benefit, benefit you in ways um, that you didn't know. And I think that list is a great reminder. And you guys, you've done a great job sharing with your listeners. Like it doesn't have to be these like huge things every day. It could be like a simple phone call with your friend or what was it? Ice cream. I mean, something. Yeah, sorbet and a cone. There you go. I mean, it doesn't have to be. I mean, we all know we're not going to have Miles calling us or, you know. A new poem that I want to run by you. But. Yeah, it could be simple. Like, yeah. yeah, did you get a conversation with a friend? Like, I got to talk to my sister the other day, and it was a great little catch-up chat. And she had some stuff going on that I had no idea, but I was thankful that she took the time to share it with me. And that way I knew how I could better be there for yeah. her because I, I had no idea that that was happening. Um, and so I was thankful for that. And, yeah, if you look for it, things will show up, and it really can be simple. Yeah. So shout out to Oprah who has been on the gratitude train for a long time, but I'm thankful for this entry because it really showed, I mean, this is an example where she knew in 1996, she felt more happiness than she did even when she had more wealth, more things, more stuff going on, more success, but she wasn't, she wasn't recognizing her gratitude. So mm -hmm, take note from Oprah herself. Okay. All right. Uh, Next thing coming up. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap. Or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style, and they are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. 
Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of the Head Start Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they take action to understand the disease. Recognizing how a migraine attack can change the course of your day, she unpacks each guest journey and how they talk to their doctors to find out the treatment plans that are right for them. Along with headache specialist Dr. Christopher Ryan and other special guests, Nora speaks to these incredible people who have channeled their feelings of isolation and their chronic migraine journey into advocacy and art. Plus, there are also eight episodes of their first season available for you that are worth binging. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey as they learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. All right, you got to love a place that makes shopping for gifts super easy because heads up, Father's Day is June 16th and Macy's has got you covered. Their ultimate gift guide makes shopping for the dad or the dad figure in your life super easy. You can shop by price, 25 and under, 15 and under, 100 and lux. You can shop by category like cologne, watches, leather goods. You can even shop by gift lists. Like if your dad loves to grill, then shop for grill master things. If your dad loves to golf, then you can go to the gift list that is for the golfer. I mean, really, Macy's has thought of it all. If you have a tech-savvy dad, voila, Macy's Gift Finder, again, has you covered with that. Top gifts include Beats headphones, JBL portable speakers, Nintendo Switch, and more. Top brands such as Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph Lauren, Columbia, and more. Really, Macy's has it all, so don't be a last-minute shopper. Father's Day is June 16th. Make sure to check out Macy's.com slash gift finder to find a unique gift they'll love. Second thing. Okay, so I told you in the intro I had this story from this guy, Will, that I found online. And I'm just going to read you what he put up verbatim. It's called Finding Your Joy, A Story of Gratitude. Everybody goes through seasons of life. Some seasons are great and some are difficult. Through it all, however, we get to decide how we react. It's always our choice. Do we persevere through our challenges? Do we choose gratitude? Do we choose happiness? Some of the most admired people in the world had to endure tremendous hardship for a season of their life, or in some cases, the majority of their adult life. Nelson Mandela served 27 years in prison. Imagine the mental battle of 27 years in prison and the choices he had to make in order to persevere. Was it hard at times? You bet. But he used the time to develop his mind and character. Martin Luther King was arrested 26 times, and that only scratches the surface of the challenges he and many others had to endure in the fight for equality. Mahatma Gandhi was sentenced to six years in prison after organizing a nonviolent protest that turned violent. Gandhi was horrified by the violence, yet served his sentence and continued to inspire his people and his movement. Helen Keller learned to appreciate so much of life and accomplished more than most, despite not being able to see or hear from the age of two. Lance Armstrong launched the Live Strong movement after battling cancer. Walt Disney endured failure time after time early in his career before finally achieving breakthrough. The list could go on and on. 
And you might ask, what does this even have to do with gratitude? A lot. As we face the challenges that life can bring our way, we need to make a choice about how we're going to react. If we aren't able to keep hope, accept what is, and experience gratitude, it's hard to move forward. We can't always know what the current season of life is going to provide for us later on. A story of gratitude. Anthony Ray Hinton spent 30 years on death row for a crime he didn't commit. He was working in a locked factory at the time of the crime he was being accused of. The police told him he would be going to jail because he was black. His time in jail was spent in solitary confinement in a five by seven foot cell, allowed out only one hour a day. But Hinton quickly became a friend and counselor to other inmates and the death row guards, many of whom begged Hinton's attorney to get him out. A unanimous Supreme Court ruling ordered his release, and he was able to walk free. In an interview, he was quoted saying, One does not know the value of freedom until it is taken away. People run out of the rain. I run into the rain. I am so grateful for every drop, just to feel it on my face. Hinton was later interviewed on 60 Minutes. The interviewer asked if he was angry at the people who put him in jail. He said he forgave them all. The interviewer asked, but they took 30 years of your life. How can you not be angry? Hinton responded, if I'm angry and unforgiving, they will have taken the rest of my life. The world didn't give you your joy. How much of your life have you spent angry or unforgiving for far less suffering or for circumstances out of anyone's control? Unfortunately, many spend part of their life angry or unforgiving of themselves. Hinton is a strong example of the ability to respond with joy and gratitude despite horrendous circumstances. He's quoted in another interview saying, The world didn't give you your joy and the world can't take it away. You can let people come into your life and destroy it, but I refuse to let anyone take my joy. I wake up in the morning and I don't need anyone to make me laugh. I'm going to laugh on my own because I have been blessed to see another day. And when you're blessed to see another day, that should automatically give you joy. The challenge, find gratitude every day. There is something to be grateful for every day. As Hinton says, simply seeing another day is something to be grateful for. Sometimes the hardest part is building the awareness. If we're not careful, we go through each day and each week as machines, repeating the same behaviors and tasks. We rarely stop and bring awareness to each moment, each day, and the things that we should be grateful for. What if we set a reminder each day this week to bring more awareness to building our gratitude muscle? Set a reminder on your phone, find a wallpaper image for your phone, Or my favorite, pick a doorway in your home and hang a sign that says, be grateful. Touch it every time you walk through the door. We spend too much time living in the past and dwelling on things that went wrong. This poisons our actions in the moment and slows our momentum for the future. Gratitude does not make us complacent. It allows us to experience more hope and more abundance in life. We attract more good into our life when we focus on the good that surrounds us now. Get out and get it to your success Will. So yeah, that is a story that was posted on medium.com by Will Krieger or Krieger, K-R-I-E-G-E-R. So shout out to Will. I don't, I don't know him. I just found him. He doesn't know me, but definitely want to give him credit for that. And as I was reading his story, I was reminded of the quote that we put in our Four Things Gratitude Journal. We sprinkled quotes throughout to inspire you and encourage you, but we put in one from Maya Angelou that says, this is a wonderful day. 
I've never seen this one before. So yeah, and there's always something to be grateful for, even if it's just that. You have this new day to do new things and live life. Okay, so for the third thing, we're going through uh, gratitude and how it affects our brain and the science to back it up. And as I'm reading through some of the articles to research for this, I was thinking, I'm just going to pronounce things wrong and it's going to be really embarrassing. But don't worry, for some of them, I busted out dictionary.com and mm -hmm, I got the pronunciation so that way I didn't mess it up for y'all. Amygdala, which that's the part of the brain that's spelled A-M-Y-G-D-A-L-A. So it looks like amygdala, but it's amygdala. Okay. So uh, stuff I'm going to share from you is coming from positivepsychology.com. And we're going to talk about how gratitude affects the brain. First of all, gratitude releases toxic emotions. The limbic system is the part of the brain that is responsible for all emotional experiences. It consists of the thalamus, the hypothalamus, the amygdala, here we go. Did I do that right? Amygdala. Yes, I did it right. Amygdala, the hippocampus, and the cingulate gyrus. Hopefully I got that right. Studies have shown that the hippocampus and the amygdala are the two main sites of regulating emotions, memory, and bodily functioning. And they get activated with feelings of gratitude. Consistent evidence has established that what we call emotions or feelings are neural activations in the brain. A study conducted on individuals seeking mental health guidance revealed that participants of the group who wrote letters of gratitude along with their regular counseling sessions felt better and recovered sooner. The other group in the study that were asked to journal their negative experiences instead of writing gratitude letters reported feelings of anxiety and depression. Crazy, right? Okay. But I mean, makes sense. Okay. Next thing we're going to talk about is how gratitude reduces pain. Counting blessings versus burdens, which was a study conducted on evaluating the effect of gratitude on physical well-being, indicated that 16% of the patients who kept a gratitude journal reported reduced pain symptoms and were more willing to work out and cooperate with the treatment procedure. A deeper dig into the cause unleashed that by regulating the level of dopamine, gratitude fills us with more vitality, thereby reducing subjective feelings of pain. Okay, another thing, gratitude improves sleep quality. Now, studies have shown that receiving and displaying simple acts of kindness activates the hypothalamus and thereby regulates all bodily mechanisms controlled by the hypothalamus, out of which sleep is a vital one. Uh, hypothalamic regulation triggered by gratitude helps us get deeper and healthier sleep naturally every day. A brain filled with gratitude and kindness is more likely to sleep better and wake up feeling refreshed and energetic every morning. Yeah, you hear that? Okay, this is another thing. Gratitude aids in stress regulation. McCrady and colleagues in one of their studies on gratitude and appreciation found that participants who felt grateful showed a marked reduction in the level of cortisol, the stress hormone. They had better cardiac functioning and were more resilient to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. Significant studies over the years have established the fact that by practicing gratitude, we can handle stress better than others. By merely acknowledging and appreciating the little things in life, we can rewire the brain to deal with the present circumstances with more awareness and broader perception. Still following? I mean, all this sounds pretty amazing to me and all we have to do is 
practice gratitude and be thankful for things. Okay, so now let's get into gratitude reducing anxiety and depression. Before I do this, I want to make sure I say the autonomic nervous system correctly when I start talking. So let's check. Let's do a pronunciation check. Autonomic. Autonomic. Okay. So here's the deal. By reducing the stress hormones and managing the autonomic nervous system um, and all the functions that happen there, gratitude significantly reduces symptoms of depression and anxiety. At the neurochemical level, feelings of gratitude are associated with an increase in the neural modulation and the prefrontal cortex, the brain site responsible for managing negative emotions like guilt, shame, and violence. As a result, people who keep a gratitude journal or use verbal expressions for the same are more empathetic and positive-minded by nature. So with all of this, does gratitude change the brain? And the answer is yes. The Mindfulness Awareness Research Center of UCLA stated that gratitude does change the neural structures in the brain and makes us feel happier and more content. Yeah, happier and more content. Don't we all want that? And it's as simple as practicing what you're thankful for. Let's rewire our brains. Let's do it during this challenge and it will be amazing. But it's gonna take some time. I was even reading, I mean, this article was massively long. I mean, there was so much information. I just did some research and pulled what I thought would be good for you guys to hear. But maybe this was even from another article because I was reading something that Harvard had posted, but it's it takes consistency. That's what I think is going to be great about the challenge. It's going to get us in the groove of doing it regularly every day. I mean, the challenge is going to be to try to do it every day in a row. And Mary and I didn't want to create pressure when we made our journal. We're like, just go with the flow, do when you can. Some people only do it a week, but if we want to re- wire the brain. One study I read said that you've got to give it a good 12 weeks to start seeing something happen. But I know personally that I've experienced it right away. But I guess when it really talks about, you know, doing stuff inside of the brain, I mean, I think we can all shift our attitude with certain acts and thoughts. And so that's what I think we're seeing happening. But if you want to rewire the brain, the brain, excuse me, you got to put in the work. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to put in the work. Okay. That concludes your uh, science lesson on gratitude in the brain. Thank you for coming and do not judge me for anything I may have mispronounced. Like the word mispronounced. I just mispronounced it. Thank you. Okay. This fourth thing is super quick and it's basically a gratitude pro tip. Now, in the challenge for 30 days, you might have times where you struggle. That's why it's awesome in the back of our gratitude journal. We have the prompts, or you could even Google all the kinds of things on how to practice gratitude, ways that you can do it. But I do realize it's going to be a struggle every day to sit down and think of four different things that you're thankful for. Well, in this article from theweek.com written by Leslie Turnbull, it's called I Skeptically Tried Practicing Gratitude. It Completely Changed My Life. So you can search this out and read her entire article because it's good. But in there, I found kind of a method that she used. And I thought I would share it with y'all because it's a great idea. She would find distinct things for which she was thankful for in you know, one person. So, and I, I have honestly haven't done this. So I'm going to start doing this. Like for sure, there's times where I've said, I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for, you know, caffeine and I'm thankful for my husband. But 
if you're wanting to really tap in and you need like, you're totally, you can't figure out anything else you're thankful for, take a person in your life and choose four things about that person. That'll definitely help you get in the groove on those days that you just, you don't know, you feel stuck. Like her example in the article, she was talking about her husband and she listed that he's a great cook. He always puts our family first. He's a stone cold fox. So it just also is great because it allows you to, if it's about a person in your life, to really sit down and think of the things that you're grateful for when it comes to that person. And you could maybe even share it with that person after you really sit and reflect and think about what you're thankful for. Um, you know, take the time to share that with the person. Take a picture of your gratitude journal of whoever you highlighted about that entry and text it to them. I bet that's something that would make their day. So there you go. That's the last thing. A little gratitude tip for the challenge. Don't forget it starts. I mean, I probably said this numerous times throughout, probably say it in the outro again too, but it starts March 1st and it'll run the entire month. And we're going to try to do it every day. Use the hashtag four things gratitude, put it up on Instagram. Make sure you're tagging us. Mary and I want to see you can tag at Radio Amy, at The Shop Ford, at Shop Espoir. <laughs> but really, even just the four things gratitude hashtag will be an easy way for us to find things. But okay, y'all get ready. It's almost time. But um, okay, yeah, that's it. Let's get to the outro. Bye. Okay, email shout out time. And this is a special one from Martha. And hopefully after I share it with you, it may trigger if you need to do something kind for someone, you just got to do it. But I understand where Martha's coming from with this, but I thought it'd be a good tip for all of us, especially as we prepare to practice gratitude. We can also, uh, you know, always challenge ourselves to be kind. So yeah, all kinds of challenges going on. And here's the email that Martha sent in. Hey, Amy, I love the Bob Goff episode. Hearing how intentional he is really spoke to me. I have a friend who suddenly lost her father over Memorial Weekend in a car accident and is still really struggling with the grief. She now lives in Arizona. I'm in Nashville, and I've wanted to be there for her, but the distance makes it hard. Plus, I had a baby right after he passed. I've thought about just sending her and her two kids a happy box of just little things to brighten their day, coloring books, bath bombs, dog treats for their new puppy, etc., I've been putting the idea to the side. I don't know why. I guess I just have thoughts like they don't need any more clutter or things like that. Anyway, after listening to your episode with Bob, I decided to just do it. Sometimes I feel like I end up not doing acts of kindness because I make up lies of how whoever is receiving it will take the gesture, like they don't really care or I'd be in the way, etc. After listening to the episode, I've decided to just do whatever small or big act of kindness pops in my head. Sending this email is an example. I wanted to let you know how much I appreciate everything that you do to spread joy and goodwill. You're killing it. Thanks. And Martha, I appreciate that. And since words of affirmation are my love language, I appreciate it. I, I definitely wouldn't say that I'm killing it. Um, but we do try to use this episode and amazing guests that we have on to teach us things and help us be better. So thank you for sharing that with me and being kind and sending me the note. And then yeah, sending the gift 
to your friend, the happy box. I think that's such a cute idea. And other people may hear this and your email may be just what they needed to go spread kindness to someone in their life that they've, where they've been putting it off. And shout out to Bob Goff because he is just amazing. And he's the ultimate lover of people. Like he's just the best. And that was a great episode. If you missed it, you could go back and listen to it. He's super cool. So that's the episode. One more note about the gratitude challenge starting March 1st. If you want a gratitude journal, radioamy.com, easy way to get there to get to all the things. We hope that you'll join us. You don't need our journal to do it. Say that part again. You can write in any journal that you have or any book or do it electronically like Oprah. Uh, Just make sure that you do it. And you don't have to post about it and share, but that is what is going to encourage others that are doing it to keep going and maybe inspire someone else to get in on it and hold us all accountable through the challenge. So yeah, well, I'll see y'all. I guess I was going to say I'll see you during the gratitude challenge, but I'm definitely going to see you before that. Coming up on Tuesday, I'll have another Q&A episode. Then next Thursday, we'll have another Four Things episode. Okay. All right. Have a great day. Bye. up road things, little food for your soul, life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful things, laugh a little more things, tight, tighten up your core things, said EK, you're kicking it with four things, with Amy Brown. All right, this sun season, evolve your sun care with new Banana Boat 360 coverage. With Advanced Control Mist, it's a new way to spray. It's an all-new bottle for an all-new mist experience that smells great and is incredibly light on your skin. You can even customize your spray. Like to cover targeted areas, you just tap the trigger lightly, or you can pull the trigger fully for a long, continuous spray, ensuring long-lasting banana boat protection. Plus, it's refillable. From sweat-resistant sport formula to kids' SPF 50+, this is sun care that'll come in handy when my kids are swimming, playing sports, when I'm hiking, when we're out at the lake, or whatever it is that we're doing outdoors. Shop Banana Boat 360 Mist at Walmart, Target, or Amazon. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. 
Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.